In the news this week, the Church of England is to trial services to bless those in same-sex couples. The embryology regulator seeks new powers to pursue controversial experiments on human embryos. And a Finnish MP accused of hate crime for sharing Bible verses is vindicated. Hello. The Church of England is set to trial special standalone services for blessing those in same-sex partnerships. Under previous proposals, the services would have been formally authorised by a two-year-long process, requiring a two-thirds majority in each house of the Synod. But using a simple majority, the Synod has now narrowly backed an amended motion to allow the services to be trialled while debate on their ongoing status continues. Following the decision, Reverend John Donnett of the Church of England Evangelical Council lamented Synod's rejection of Scripture. CEEC is grieved and saddened that the General Synod passed a motion earlier this afternoon to continue with the implementation of the Bishop's proposals. These proposals depart from a biblical understanding of sex and marriage. The Human Fertilisation and Embryology Authority is seeking new powers to pursue controversial experiments on human embryos. Announcing a range of proposals, the watchdog called on the government to ditch a number of existing restrictions to enable it to pursue what it called scientific innovations. But in a recent consultation on the issue, 80% of responses from the public opposed its key plans. The HFEA wants fertility law to be future-proofed to allow research on human embryos beyond the current 14-day limit. It also backed the use of regulatory sandboxes, which would enable new techniques to be trialled without having to be properly authorised. The Christian Institute, in its response to the consultation, objected to all experimentation on human embryos, but acknowledged that current safeguards were an important backstop against abuse. Future-proofing the HFE Act implies that every kind of embryo research that is possible will eventually be accepted by society and licensed. It would be far better to evaluate and debate future possibilities as and when they arise, rather than signing an ethical blank cheque. The new schools minister, Damien Hines, has been urged to end the promotion of gender ideology in schools. Conservative MP Nick Fletcher said he looked forward to his party colleague getting a grip on this issue quickly and restoring science and common sense to the school curriculum. When he was education secretary in 2019, Hines approved guidance stating that secondary students should learn about sexual orientation and gender identity in compulsory relationships and sex education. But Fletcher, the MP for Don Valley, warned him that sex education's promotion of gender ideology and pseudoscience has directly harmed thousands of children. And finally, an appeal court in Finland has dismissed all charges of alleged hate speech against Christian MP Dr. Paivi Rasanen after she shared the Bible's teaching on homosexuality in 2019. In a unanimous decision, judges in Helsinki found no reason to overturn an earlier ruling which had upheld the Christian's right to free speech. Welcoming the verdict, Dr. Razanen said, It isn't a crime to tweet a Bible verse or to engage in public discourse with a Christian perspective. The attempts made to prosecute me for expressing my beliefs have resulted in an immensely trying four years, but my hope is that the result will stand as a key precedent to protect the human right to free speech. Before we go, it is with deep sadness that we mark the recent passing of lawyer and longtime friend of the Institute, Tom Ellis, aged 68. Tom worked with us on many of our most significant religious liberty cases, from representing street preachers and B&B owners to taking on Google. The Institute's solicitor advocate, Sam Webster, worked very closely with Tom for the last 15 years. He paid tribute to him as a man of courage and conviction. 
Tom was humble and generous. He always put the cause of Christ first in his work. Not only was he an excellent lawyer, he was a good friend to the Institute. He was enormous fun to work with on cases. His down-to-earth and positive manner and his ability to see the funny side of things could be a wonderful antidote in challenging situations. Tom is survived by his wife, Nora, their two children and six grandchildren. We remember them all in our prayers as we give thanks to God for Tom's life and work. Well, that's all for this week. For regular updates and information on all of our stories, plus much more, visit our website at christian.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.